Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We now return to The Mike Celtic Show on 1025 The Bone. Two five the bone. It is the Mike Kelta show. This man right here, Rival Sons, gonna be coming to Tampa with the uh, Smashing Pumpkins over at the uh, amphitheater. I don't like Smashing Pumpkins. Really? I do. I, I just can't. They're. I despise them. Really? Really? Yeah. It's weird. What do you not like, Billy? Do you not like him, or do you just don't like yeah, the music? Yeah, the music. For whatever reason, I've I've never His liked voice? Smashing Pumpkins, and I find the music to be off-putting really <laughs> yeah that's weird i could that... see that about the music i didn't when i first heard smashing pumpkins his voice i found to be very whiny and yeah. i didn't like it and then the more i listened to it the more i was like ah, i do like billy tonight tonight is i love that song literally well, almost nauseating yeah tonight. so i will tell you that's a little bit more of their uh crossover stuff yeah you know what i mean uh even it, the early stuff like uh despite all my rage you know yeah uh but like siamese dream uh, which was really good. That came out in, let's see, 93. I'm looking. I want to see the different albums because uh, I got to them early because uh, they're kind of a Chicago band. It's weird because I love most bands from that era, and I just, for whatever reason, I've always hated the Smashing Pumpkins. Right. It's funny because I would think that they would be kind of in your wheelhouse yeah. as far as that. Uh, where is, why can't I find this on uh and it has Spotify. nothing to do with Billy Corgan being kind of a weirdo. He is. Uh, they are going to be uh, August 20th at the amphitheater. So it's Smashing Pumpkins with uh, Rival Sons opening. And I am uh, going to that. Rival Sons I love. They're such a good band. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. I would go for them and just leave. Yeah, so would I, actually. Rival Sons are really good. I wish the Offspring show was not on a weeknight. Because yeah. I would really like to go see that. Not many bands like get me to go out to like the amphitheater and stuff. No. But I'd really <laughs> like to see that. Yeah. I'm trying to find. Oh, there we go. Okay, so this is uh, this is Gish. This came out in '91. Uh, this is uh, kind of like uh, this is more of the stuff that I dig from Smashing Pumpkins. Have you heard this song before? Or no. Yeah, yeah. But like, this is cool. Yeah, I don't know why. It's, I, I, it's weird. It's his voice. It's funny, yeah, right? Well, his voice does not match. Nah. So the thing about his voice, though, I think you either love it or you hate it. I think it's very different. Like, he has a very unique sounding yeah. voice. And uh, I, I think it works with it, and I think it sounds great. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I could see where you'd be like, nope, 
I don't want any part of it's that. Weird. That's like the one band from that like era. I'm like, oh. Do you I remember uh, what was his name? Steve something. The guy who played acoustic guitar. He did the song about your tattoo. Oh yes, um, Stephen Lynch. Yes, yeah, Stephen Lynch who did all the yeah. funny songs and stuff. He did a thing where he goes, "This is the lead singer from Smashing Pumpkins." And he can't find his keys to his car. And he does like a total Smashing Pumpkins, uh, pumpkins like uh, uh, song. You know, he starts playing whatever. And he goes, I can't find my keys. Oh, there they are. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, yeah, so Gio will not be there. Nope. It's be Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, but I'll be there. It'll be fun. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, there are some shows that I'm like, oof, Wednesday. Yeah. I don't think I can do that. Yeah. What did you say the other day, Carmen, that you wanted to go to, but it was on like a Wednesday or something? Counting Crows tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because oh, Chad wanted Yeah, to. Chad really. Are you guys going to go or no? I don't think so, no. Hmm. No? No, I was, we, because uh, it was basically going to be like, we're going to see what tickets we had, and if it was lawn, then no, and if it was better, then we would go. Oh, they're at the amphitheater? Yeah. I would imagine they would have been a much smaller venue. Like Ruth Eckert Hall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah. I would imagine they would draw on their own just in the amphitheater. Well, they have, uh, it's them and who? AOR or whatever? ORA or whatever? OAR? Oh, yeah. O-A-R. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, surprised. Like, you know, Brett Michaels is great, but Brett Michaels uh, solo, and yeah, he's doing uh, some of the uh, Poison songs and doing his own stuff. But then you have Mark McGrath and you had, uh, 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 whatchamacallit? Um, not Night Dan Ranger? Andrews. Night Ranger. Night Ranger. And Jefferson Starship and all that. It was packed. Yeah. yeah. It was packed. It was a good show, too. It was fun. Except for the uh, Steve Singer guy from <laughs> Journey. Not Steve Perry, the uh, other guy that we can't pronounce his name. Arguri. Arguri. I got to tell you, I love when you go to see a show and something like that happens. I mean, like... When else, unless they're doing it every night, the odds of you seeing an off show like that, yeah. I feel like are so few and far between on that level that you're almost like, oh, this is great. I can't believe we get to see this. It was really bad, and I don't think he knew. Oh, So I don't know. You know, there's times where they wear the in-ear monitors, uh, so maybe they're not hearing properly, so they're off-key. They can't hear the music, whatever. But it was really bad. Uh, yeah, I was I was looking around like, everybody else here? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I don't know if now I've become like this old curmudgeon, but yes. I used to go to so many shows, and now the idea of going to shows, I'm like, ugh, no. Oh, man, we're Pass. old. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I'll force myself because it'll be like, all right, all right, and then the day of, I'm like, I don't know where yeah. we're going to go. But then I go and I always have a good time. Like the yeah. idea of driving there, parking, walking. walking to the venue. It's yeah. outside. It's I think hot. the loud music and the people. <laughs> yeah, that's the my people. thing. It's too loud. But meanwhile, yeah. when I was younger, that's all I did was go to rock shows. Yeah. I was working in rock radio, so I was getting hooked up. And yeah. it was like, that's all I could ever, my whole life was around that. So maybe I, I'm, I will tell you this. I'm going to see, uh, I'm going to see uh, Terror and... Uh, um, Hate breed, hate breed. Yeah, I want to go see that. I love hate breed. Yeah. And I did definitely look to see if they had it at, uh, like an upstairs area yeah. or somewhere uh, away from the, you know all the mayhem and stuff. I'm like, listen, I want to see it. I just don't want an elbow in the. Is thing. that yeah. the Orpheum? Yeah, and it's Ooh. a Sunday night. Yeah, it's a Sunday night, but I'm still gonna go. Yeah, I'm still gonna go. Even that, I want to go because I know that'll be fun. But then. I'm I'm kind of like Mike. I'm like, oh, the idea of going there and driving and parking and walking. And- I got uh, Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper coming up. Uh, Rival Sons with Smashing Pumpkins coming up. You're a really concert guy lately. I yeah, am, yeah. yeah. Good for yeah. you. Because, I, I mean, I really do love to go see shows. And once I'm there, I'm like, all right, good. I want to be there. But that has been my downfall. Yeah. has been day of where I go, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just unmotivated these days. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> listen, we'll go, we'll go to a show and yeah. then we'll go over to Hard Rock and they'll yeah. we'll play some black. some money. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. You're in. All right, let's go ahead and do it. It's time for news. Whoops. You don't oh. have it up. I don't, Carmen. I don't. <laughs> I <laughs> and now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. I don't like how you said it with such confidence. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Carmen does a lot over there. Yeah. Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. If you've not been to the Pelt Shoes recently, well, guess what? They've got some new stuff in there. they got a, a new 3D foot scanner that's going to give you all the information to make sure you're getting the perfect fitting shoe. they got the Pelt Shoe Fit experts in there, and now they have more stuff to be able to tell you. They're going to email you all the information about your little feetsies and what's going to fit you properly, and then they have it on file, so whenever you come in, they can... Go to it and go, yes, this shoe is going to fit you great because of this and this and what, Spanish? Wide toe box. Wide toe box. That's what I like. Uh, Pelt has six locations throughout Pinellas, Sarasota, and Fort Myers. When you stop in there, you want to save some money, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. You can get 10% off your first purchase. Pelt shoes. Get them at Pelt's. Uh, Some sad news, at least two people died and thousands of U.S. flights were canceled or delayed and more than 1.1 million homes and businesses lost power Monday as severe storms, including hail and lightning, moved through the eastern U.S. Uh, The storm's spread was massive with tornado watch and warnings posted across 10 states from Tennessee all the way to New York. The National Weather Service said more than 29.5 million people were under a tornado watch Monday afternoon. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's a lot of for that many states. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that is crazy. Tornadoes have been coming in hot this year. I know, dude. It's because of all this uh, that nor'easter coming on in from the north. Yeah, and you got the hot, and you got the cold, and you got the and then Sharknado. I did. Sharknado sounds (laughs) like the worst thing. I just, you know, I always think about hurricanes. You got a a week or so, maybe five days to prepare, or a tornado. Just instantly, your house is gone, and your neighbors is probably fine. Yeah, devastating. The hurricane. You see coming from a while. Yeah. yeah. Tornadoes, they just pop up. No good. Yeah. So scary. I told you whenever I was younger, my friend Billy Button. Yes. <laughs> Billy Button. Not Belly Button. Billy Button. Uh, we watched his roof come off of his house. Oh. Yeah. It was, it just, oh. it spinning around where you're like, whoa. That oh, happened to my you. grandmother's house that took the porch off, front oh, porch, man. and we never found it. Could you she imagine if slept. you would have lost your porch, you would have nowhere to sleep? Oh, jeez. <laughs> You don't think I worried about that when I was a kid? <laughs> oh, like sleeping out on the porch. Did you sleep out like during storms and stuff? Oh yeah. Oh no. And it, it would leak. It would the 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 porch roof would leak on all my stuff. So I'd have to like cover it up with like towels and everything. What? Yeah. You had the worst stepfather in the world. Yeah. That's yeah. terrible. But look at me today. I'm. I'm yeah. I turned out great. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny. Uh, That was funny. Um, So I'm going to read you guys a story, and then I'm going to play you some audio, and we're going to try and figure this out together, okay? All right, all right. Orioles play-by-play broadcaster Kevin Brown reportedly was removed from MASN broadcast after he made reference to Baltimore's lack of success against our very own Tampa Bay Rays in Tropicana Field (laughs) in previous years. So I will play you the audio of what he had to say, and uh, I mean... Do you fire or suspend this guy for this? I don't know. Take a listen. Tell me what you think. For the Orioles, Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in. But the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three. And they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 
15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th. 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the Trop this year after winning three of 18 the previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. Did you hear him? Did you hear him what? swear? Did you hear no. him say a racial slur? Did you hear him say anything other than stats? No, no. They suspended him for that. For what, though? What is the purpose? Because he's telling you that the uh, Baltimore Orioles were bad against the Rays, <laughs> but now they're doing okay. <laughs> that, right? Yeah, that makes no sense. There's got to be I something get else. I don't what? understand that. Before a game against the Rays on July 23rd, Brown noted that the Orioles had won as many games at Tropicana Field in 2023 as they had in the past three years combined. So they, he was saying, listen, we, they lost all these games. They were 15, yeah. you know, 0-15 or whatever, and they've already won a couple here. They split it with them. Uh, a graphic showing the Orioles' struggles uh, there accompanied uh, Brown's commentary, but now they say that they have uh, reportedly he was removed from broadcast after making the reference to the Baltimore's lack of success against the Rays. Is he an Orioles broadcaster? Yes. Yeah. But those are, that's, I mean, that's what happened. That's ridiculous. They usually are supposed to lean biased toward the team they're broadcasting for, but at the same time, they, you hear them criticize, like you hear other sportscasters criticize their own teams all the time. But he's also saying that in past they've lost and they're doing better this year than they've done in the past 15 years. He's giving them credit. He's like, you're, they're, competing well against a good raised team yeah that's yeah. crazy that seems really weird so now for you that. can't even do your job nah. Dude, listen, that's, this is what happens you're right when you get to a point where people are getting fired for words I now you can get fired for ridiculous there's got to be something else they don't like him it, or something no. that could be he's like a jerk off the air or... he looks like a nice guy i yeah. mean look at his face but if <laughs> that's their reasoning like they yeah. can't like that can't be what they it yeah. yeah, yeah, like that's the whole thing. I mean, new if, world. If he had a, a certain directive from their management, there, hey, don't do this. And Whatever you anyways. do, do not bring up the stats like of it, us against Tampa yeah, yeah. for the past during three years a game or against else. Tampa. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, like maybe like say here, someone told us like, hey, don't talk about something or this, and you talked about it anyways. Yeah. Then your boss obviously is going to say, hey, man, what the hell? We but said, he don't. didn't say anything, right? Yeah. Well, like, I'm saying we don't know what. His management tells him to talk about. Yeah. Like, that's possible. Uh, here's another guy who got uh, fired or suspended uh, for doing something. Uh, and Joe, sorry, I did not send you news earlier. I just sent you this story. So you have the uh, meme that I'm going to talk about here in a second. We can put it up on Bone TV. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying this guy's name properly because I'm not a big NASCAR fan. But Noah Gregson. Noah Gregson. Sounds right. He's uh, getting taken out of the driver's seat after liking a meme that mocked George Floyd. And he's owning up to the fact that he uh, screwed up. He put out an apology and stuff. But the race car driver who competes professionally for NASCAR's Cup Series was suspended indefinitely Saturday by his stock car team, Legacy Motor Club, which announced he will be uh, be benched uh, just a day before the Firekeepers Casino 400 at Michigan International Speedway, in which uh, Gregson was supposed to participate. Uh, We have a, a picture of the meme up there on Bone TV. So it is a meme of George Floyd, and uh, he liked it. He didn't make the meme, but he liked the meme. And it has, uh, uh, Joe, if you scroll down to the meme, uh, right there, 
and it has George Floyd's face on a crab, and it says under Denis, under Denis, because of course the yeah. officer kneeled on him and he wound up dying and all that stuff. But it's like uh, supposed to be the from Little, Little Mermaid, Mermaid yeah. Yeah. under the sea thing, whatever. So he liked that, and they're like, "Hey, you can't be doing yeah. that." Are you stuff. serious? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's is I I was talking to somebody about this uh, the other day on social media. And they pointed out something that I didn't even think about. You know, you always hear everyone screaming about social credit score. Well, it's pretty much here. We, yeah. They just haven't really, like, said officially, you're, you have to abide by a social credit score. But the reality is, is because of social media, you are being judged all the time on anything you put. So you do have to abide by a social credit score. It's unfortunate that this guy lost his job and who knows what endorsements and everything he lost over liking a meme on social media, but this this is this is it. And so, also, how many times have you liked something without oh, like dude. purposely doing it? Because yeah. I save things oh, yeah. all the yeah. time because it's on the right, and I scroll with my right, so I'll save stuff and I and I like actually use my saved folders, and I'll be like, how did that get in there? Yeah, it makes accidentally, sense. right? So it's like, what if that happened here? Well, he's not saying that it did. He's apologizing for it. But here's the thing that's interesting about that is if you're in the public eye, like which this guy is, and he depends on sponsors for the race and all that type of stuff. There has been plenty of times where I've been scrolling through and laughed at something and was going to like it, and I go, I'm not going to like that. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm not a political guy. I don't like to get into politics or anything, but I've seen stuff that's funny that has Donald Trump out there dancing or doing something, yeah. and I think that's funny. Or Joe Biden gets hit in the head with the soccer ball that <laughs> you know she missed, and then he falls down, yeah. and it's funny, whatever. And I'm like, but I'm not going to like it. Yeah. You know why? Because first off, I'm not political, and I don't want to get into a whole political debate. I don't care what side or this that. If I think something's funny, doesn't mean I'm taking that person's side or going yeah. against that person but people will read into it and you just you'd back off yeah. that's just the same thing also this has a racial component to it oh yeah a guy died under circumstances that people argue about you know what i mean like it's such a hot button mm -hmm. why bother why why not just do this in your personal life by yourself scroll through and if you think that's funny or you think something's funny you go <laughs> And then but, you keep scrolling. Yeah, but, but see, with that attitude, now you are giving them. I'm compliant. You're compliant to the social score. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's so now everyone has to live by that. If everyone keeps doing that, if everyone keeps feeling that way, then the social score, it's going to get harder and mm -hmm. harder. The way I look at it, I'm like, I'll ask myself, like, there's no reason I need to put this information out into the Internet. Also, I'm not a martyr. I'm yeah. not going to lose my job. That's just me. That's I'm not going to yeah. lose my job to prove a point for anybody else. Sorry. I, yeah. I, rare, I rarely do stuff on uh, social media because of that. Usually, but, if, like on Twitter, the only thing I, I'll post is uh, like sports scores and stuff like that. But this isn't posting. He simply yeah. liked to post. But it's, it, yeah, it's all the same, but though. Think, but you got to think not. like eventually, like you're nobody's perfect. So everybody is going to have to pay you know, atone for their sins on social media because yeah. one day you are going to like something that somebody finds offensive in some way and then, you know, it's off to the races of you're a piece of trash. And you know when that day comes? When I have enough money to go, yeah, all right, well, yeah. take it. I yeah. don't care. I'm done. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I get it. I completely understand the point and I don't want to be, you know, a guy with the head in the ground and not, uh, I don't want to rock anybody's yeah. boat or do anything like that. But also, like I said, I'm not a martyr. I'm not fighting for your rights or doing anything like that. So I just stay out of it. Makes it easy for me. I can laugh on my own. You don't know what I think in my head. You yeah. know, now, now maybe when we get in early, yeah. you'll be able to figure that's it out. That's another argument they say is because these algorithms are, you know, personality-based predictive models. 
So, you know, if if you're getting in trouble for liking posts, it is not crazy to say that in the next five years, seven years, these algorithms are going to be able to predict what things you will and won't like when big news stories break and already have you tagged as, you know, whatever category they want to put you in as you're either racist or sexist. You know, there's a lot of obvious stuff, though. Like, for instance, this, like I said, that's a very hot button case. Obviously, with George Floyd, it was a big, big international event that happened that a lot of people weighed in on. That's why you don't wear Nazi stuff. (laughs) You don't have students say, why something that uh, and the black person and this, you know, or if you were to murder someone, how would you do it? It's like, stay away from all that stuff. You have to know that if you're a teacher in school, don't have this as a lesson. If you're a celebrity, don't wear the Nazi uniform to the Halloween costume party because it's a bad idea. (laughs) You know what I mean? But again, this is very different. This is a race car driver who simply liked a meme. Yeah, but likes now, any any type of interaction on social media now, they'll get you for. But Carmen, what I'm I'm saying is it's bigger than that. Him Him liking that meme whether you like it or not. It's an endorsement. The way they it, take yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. And so now you think, oh, well, this guy hates black people and he thinks that George Floyd deserved to die. Yeah. See, I think you that's know? a, but that's a stretch and that's, it, it, but that's what the social score is trying to do and yeah. that's what it's going to ruin. So how do you stop that? You, you don't like the meme. Yeah. No, yeah, but you, that's in, uh, that's giving in to the social score. But like some people make social media such a large like part of their lives but like they're so addicted to social media me i'm like i don't really need it that much but here's the thing is you're not wrong it's just when you get into the argument of whether people became addicted to social media or were pushed and influenced and then became addicted because nobody knew the ramifications of what they were doing besides these companies that had all this Stuff who knew that oh, yeah. you know you would get because you get a dopamine and serotonin hit every time you check your notifications. So that's why they have it, you know, where you scroll down like oh, you're pulling in a casino. And- they they literally design the yeah. algorithms to keep you there yeah. as long as possible. That's why they feed you information that's gonna that, like they study it to make sure you don't leave the platform and they can keep you there as long as possible. Best so, and worst thing. To yeah, ever I agree yeah. because like like we said, you know, ethically, yes, that's not it's. You know, they're really, you could blame either party, but the reality is it's us, the average person, yeah. that is taking like, the hit for this. Like, I don't, like, my kids are all teenagers and I don't let them on social media because I don't want them to, be, to become addicted to it. Yeah. Like, there's some. Do you pe- think they're not on social media? Do I know they're they, not. Do you think they can get around it, though? You no. Do it? I, really? I'm on top of all their stuff. I got to yeah, tell you, uh, having a kid that grew up and, uh, you know, I would try and keep them off of uh, different stuff, like, even uh, trying to keep them off of X- Xbox. Because you got to go to sleep. You got school tomorrow, yeah. this and that. He figured out a way to get around it. Like anything that I can do, you put the thing where oh. it shuts down at a certain time. He figured out to the point where I go, okay, well, then I'm just taking the cord. Yeah. yeah. They, they, I mean, I'm sure they know how to get around it, but I trust them enough that they wouldn't. No, yeah. it's good. It's yeah. good. I'm just saying it's so funny because like uh, teenagers know so much more about oh, yeah. all that stuff than we do. But I keep them uh, for that reason. I tell, I don't want them on social media and they're all their, all their friends are on Snapchat and all this stuff like that because, you know, I don't want them tweeting or saying things that they don't think is a big deal when they're 15 but then next thing you know when they're 25 yeah. they don't get a job yeah. because they go back and say hey you said this yeah. when you were playing video so I just I, I try to make it where the, uh, social media is not 
an important part of their lives. And hopefully when they become adults and they decide to join social media, they won't be so addicted and ingrained to it. Like, I have to have this in my life every day. Uh, so a 32-year-old guy in Indiana got arrested when he went on a four-day meth bender. Didn't your buddy do that one time? He, dude, he was a whole week. He called everybody, told them he was Jesus. Was oh, nuts. Yeah. Joe did that? Uh, <laughs> so this guy went on a uh, four-day meth bender, didn't sleep at all, oh. and started hallucinating. He hallucinated a tiny man was hanging out in his car with him. <laughs> so he tried to scare the tiny man away. Uh, by setting his own car on fire. Of course, yeah. Uh, the fire spread and burned down a barn. Luckily, no one was hurt. They're like spiders. You know, you got to burn them, burn the web, get rid of all of it. I remember watching an episode of Cops where the cops came up to this guy, and the guy looked like a fairly normal guy, just average Midwest, out in his yard kind of guy. And they're like, are you the one that uh, called for us? And he goes, yes, I am. He goes, it's been, it's been a real rough day. Uh, so... If you guys can see, you can't see him right now, but there's little guy like in the cracks in my driveway. There's little guys in there, and they're and the cops like look at each other. They're like, "Is this guy serious? Like, is he?" He, he was talking about, and they go, "When was the last time you smoked crack?" And he goes, "Earlier today." But that has nothing to do with <laughs> yeah. him. Like, oh. Yeah. Told on oh yeah, he was like totally like. I mean, earlier today, yeah. but that yeah. has nothing to do with this. <laughs> my favorite is the episode where they show up for a domestic violence call, and they, the guy opens the door. And he's got overalls, no shirt, a shaved head, and a honey-baked ham. And he's oh, yeah. chewing on the ham. And they're like, sir, what's going on? He's like, my wife hit me. <laughs> oh, like, that was uh, on patrol. I yeah, remember seeing that, that one. so good. So good. Uh, listen to this. There's a new scam, and this I could see easily working. You've seen where they have the uh, thing where you put your card in, and it's got the card reader yeah. in there, whether it's at the gas station or whatever. Well, there's a new scam where thieves are replacing QR codes on parking meters with codes that they create. So whenever you uh, do the uh, scan thing, whatever, and you pay through your phone, whatever, it actually sends the money to their wallet. Damn. Yeah, and it's uh, more of a problem in private lots than public ones, but uh, just be aware of that. Yeah. And they, they were talking to a guy, and he had a really good point. He goes, we're so... Uh, kind of conditioned to self-checkout and to do this and do this on your own. The QR codes, you just scan it and go, you know, and not realize that you're actually sending it to somebody else. Yeah. 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 That guy, whoever has created this scam, is going to end up working for the CIA one day because that's genius. That's a pretty good move. Yeah. Uh, probably and, a teenager. Yeah, for real. <laughs> this goes right along with it. Uh, so uh, they say you should never, never use self-checkout. At least according to one criminal offense attorney, he says, or she says, rather, that it's too risky since you could get falsely arrested for shoplifting, which can be a huge legal nightmare. But if you're doing it, and we've all been there, people are waiting behind you. You have to check out and do your own stuff. You're taking it out of the cart, putting it back in the cart the same time and doing stuff. And if you forget anything... You just stole that. Oh, you just stole that item, and yeah. now you walked out, and you could say, oh, I made a mistake. No, this you is, stole it. This is going to be a nightmare in the future. But yeah. now you don't even, some places you don't even have the option to not do self-checkout. I've oh. gone to Walmart, and there's no, uh, the only yeah. thing that's open is the self-checkout. So it's interesting, because I had talked about that before, and that it was a problem, and now, the at least the one Walmart that I went to, uh, now if you have more than 25 items, you have to go to a cashier. They have at least one cashier really? open at the time. But, you know, they may not all be doing that. Yeah, whenever you only have the option of self-checkout and you have a full grocery cart, 
you either or you know full cart of whatever you have you either have to go over and get another cart or you have to balance all the yeah. stuff on there and people are waiting for you i hate it and I all those self checkouts are like small yeah. little areas self checkouts great if you have like four or five things yeah. and right. like bing 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 and you get out of there real fast whatever but if you do have a full cart they got to have oh. some cash i just think it's funny that these people can go and loot and you know rob gucci and oh, yeah. beat yeah. up people no if you problem. accidentally if you accidentally take a, yes. a, a, a can of dog stick. food or something right. yeah now at, you're going to jail. Yeah. It's crazy. At Sam's Club, they have Scan and Go, which is on your phone. Oh, so yeah. as you're in the store, you oh. just scan it on your phone and then when you just walk out and then you show them your phone when you're leaving. That's great. Yeah, and they, they talk- check your items. Yeah, so. yeah. But still, I love that you can just, as you go, scan the items and then there's no lines at all. They had talked about having the Amazon stores where it just, uh, whenever you put it in the basket, it reads it, yeah. Yeah. you know, and put it in there. And then if you take it back out, it'll scan it. What so could it takes possibly it off. go wrong? Well, no, yeah, but uh, they, they don't even have people in there. Yeah. You just go in there and do that stuff. Yeah, it seems like there's oh, a lot of problems. Yeah. That you find out later on, they go, oh, we didn't think of that. You're right? Yeah. Didn't think of that. Uh-huh. Well, I just spent 40 days in jail because yeah, did. you guys didn't think of that. So <laughs> thank, thank you. you. But Appreciate that's the it. thing. Like, they're going to have to lower the shoplifting charges, right? And it just would hope. Like, yeah. yeah other, some, or they make them worse so that you really have to pay attention. Right. Because otherwise, if they do that, then you have people who are intentionally shoplifting going, oh, yeah, I forgot. Is that the thing I'm supposed to yeah. say? You know? Yeah. But I mean, people are robbing. Gucci. I, oh, I, I know, Carmen. I say we get a bus and let's go. Yeah, dude, we got to hit a store. No. I may know a guy that walked out of a Sam's Club with uh, a case of water. That a criminal. Yeah. yeah. You're going to jail. It wasn't a Gucci bag, but four, uh, four. Four, yeah. it did cost me $6. Straight to jail. Uh, when was the last time you took a flight? You took a flight over to Germany yes. not too long ago. Spanish was the last time you were on a plane. Uh, a couple of years ago, Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah. Mine was uh, after the, uh, you know, you could start going places. We mm-hmm. went out to Vegas and stuff. But uh, this is pretty funny. An American airline pilot went viral for his long rant warning passengers not to be selfish and rude. Who would be selfish and rude on an airplane? (laughs) Uh, Take a listen to this. This is the pilot actually talking to the people. Remember, the flight attendants are primarily here for your safety. After that, they're here to make the flight more enjoyable. They're going to take care of you guys, but you will listen to what they have to say because they represent my will in the cockpit or in the cabin. People should treat people the way you want to be treated is what I have to say on every single flight because people don't. They're selfish and rude. Don't lean on other people. Don't fall asleep on other people. Don't pass out on other people or drool on them unless you've talked about it. And they have a weather-resistant jacket. Middle seaters, I know it stinks to be in the middle. Raise your hands. All right, nobody's listening. Fine. You own both armrests. That is my gift to you. Come on board our flight. <laughs> he says, I no. know it stinks to yeah. be in the middle aisle. Uh, raise your hands. He goes, okay, nobody listen to me. You get both uh, armrests. <laughs> That's funny. No, I do not abide, yeah. pilot. I like it. No, middle doesn't get both. I'm still amazed at how many people freak out on airplanes. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. Because, you know, no. yeah, because, well, I mean, I don't think it's okay, but I understand why they freak out, especially like, if they've been drinking and then you get on a plane and they start arguing and, you know, uh, there has to be a way to, like, you know how they had the six sticks in Minority Report? Yeah, yeah. They, they have to have something where, you know, the flight attendant just touches you and you're out. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so, you're giving flight attendants that kind of power. Yeah. You know, but here's my thing is if you're going on an airplane, you have to be ready for stuff to happen. 
you know what I mean? You have to. It's going to be stressful. It's going to mm-hmm. be annoying. Kids are going to be crying. Like, uh, you know, if you're in a bar somewhere, a crowded nightclub, and somebody steps on your shoe, you're pulling out a gun and shooting them? Yeah. No, yeah. you expect, okay, somebody's going to step on your shoe. I know you paid $300 for the shoe, but guess what? Don't then wear don't, those to the club. Don't wear yeah. them to the nightclub. Exactly. Yeah. Or if somebody bumps your arm and spills your drink. I've had it before where I've done that. You're going through whatever, and I bump somebody and I spilled their drink, and I go, hey, let me get another one. You spilled my drink? And I go, yeah, I said let me get you yeah. another one. What are we going to go from here? You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, do you want a new drink, or do you want to yeah. end up in an ambulance? and both of us going to the jail because yeah. we got in a fight. Like, it's ridiculous. But, like, stuff like that is why I don't like to go out. Like, oh, that's yeah. why I don't want to go to a yeah. concert. That's why I don't want to go to the bar. I'll just sit at home and drink my wine because oh. what's the point? What old we become? lady. Yeah. I don't, old lady. Listen, I don't care. I just I don't trust people, and I really don't like a lot of yeah. them. When I was on the flight back from Germany, I thought I was going to fight with the guy next to me yeah. because he kept turning... Like, you know, there's like the air vents. Right, yeah. And there's one for each seat. And he kept turning mine off. <laughs> turning yours off. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, would, I would turn it back on. He'd turn it off. I'd, and I went up to get to the bathroom. He'd come turn back on. I was like, listen, man. I go, it's got to be on. I go, I need the air just flowing on me while sure, I'm going yeah. to freak out. I go, it, it needs to be on. I go, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. I go, that one stays on. <laughs> what did he say? He goes, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. And, you know, but I thought that it was going to be weird. Yeah. You know, because he kept, it was like a, every time I left or he left, he, he would turn it off. I'm uh, like, no, back uh, on. Like, why why is he touching yours? Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's uh, when you just reach over to his seat, grab his uh, love handle. And yeah. twist it. <laughs> but Stop I'm like, it. He turns it off. I go, nope. And yeah. I turn it back on. Oh. Uh, nine in ten men. Men who are experiencing hair loss say their hair is a big part of their identity, uh, and over half admit to being extremely self-conscious about socializing because their hair is thinning. I can tell you, uh, I didn't think my hair was a big part of my personality. I was like, uh, whatever, you know, like how Mike always says, he doesn't care, he's losing it, whatever. I am not like Mike. When my hair started to thin and I could notice it, I was I'm 100% one of those guys I was like, oh my God. It's thinning. I don't want to go out. I don't want my friends to see me. Yeah. I look ridiculous because I'm little. People can see the top of my head. Oh. No problem. Oh. Sorry, my mic was off. And you don't look good in hats. I know. So that's oh. right. Okay. All right. All right. The guy's already Take down about losing easy. his hair. Yeah. Well, I'm just he only had like a couple options. Well, when you're going bald, you have a couple options. Either accept it. Wear a hat all the time, right, Rio? Uh, or, or go, go get it fixed. Larry Fines. I was just going to yeah. shave the no. whole middle. Yeah, <laughs> I got to tell you, Spanish, your hair is thick and glorious now. It's crazy, dude. It I really is. Still have nightmares that I'm going to wake up one day and it's just going to be gone. Yeah. Or I'm going to sneeze and it's just <laughs> all going to just poof. Can you uh, bend down a little bit? Let's see. He's yeah, got, look at that. That's yeah. good, man. You get the spot in the back, though. Yeah, I mean, you can't get rid of that. It's a little, little yeah. spot, yeah. Compared though. To compared to what it used to be. Compared to what it was. Yeah. yeah. My hair's, like, starting to thin a lot. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, listen, I am uh, very fortunate to have yeah, hair. Yeah, you have great hair. Does you your and dad Joe. have, like, hair? Yeah. Full head of hair? Yeah. yeah. My dad has a full head of hair, and it literally was kind of gray on the sides up until he was like seventy something. Damn. When I look and at all the went, all the men in my family, all bald. Yeah, like all? I've already beat the the fact that I'm forty three and I've, I have this much hair. I've already beat the odds. Oh my god, you're forty three. Yeah, really? I know, right? Yeah. You didn't know Doesn't that? he seem older? Rough. Same age as Kanye. Rough. So yeah, my hair good is not thinning or falling out or anything like that. And then uh, did I tell you I went and got my eyes checked the other day? No. Yeah, so on uh, Friday, I went and got my eyes checked, and it was the first time I think I've ever had my eyes dilated. Oh, really? Yeah. That's something, I, ain't it? Maybe I've had it before, but yeah. I don't think I have because I, like I was, every other year. I yeah. was expecting it to be a lot worse, 
and I said to them, I go, is this as bad? Because it was like 10, 15 minutes, and they were like, I go, is this as bad as it gets? And they're like, yeah. And I go, it's like a little bit blurry. And yeah, I'm, uh, not, they yeah. said, you're sensitive to light. I thought it was going to be like tunnel vision. Like I was going to only see like little dots <laughs> no. trying to drive home. But they do a thing where they touch your eyeball yeah. with the thing. Yeah. yeah. Good luck, lady. Yeah. I would oh, I was like a kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, she was laughing. She goes, I have to be able to touch and I go, okay, seriously, do it. And I'm uh, holding my eye open. She yeah. comes <laughs> in her hand and get her away from me. But she finally she goes, Listen, it has to beep twice. You yeah. have to do it and stuff. And I go, I know. I go, I just can't help. I go, all right, oh. go ahead and do it. And she wound up doing it. And uh, they didn't give you the numbing. Usually they give you the numbing they drop do. so you can't feel it. Yeah. They did it. But I, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it coming, coming at me. Yeah. And uh, so then they did the cover, this eye, read. She goes, can you read that? And I'm like, yeah, X139, whatever. And did it. And then smaller, smaller, smaller. And then did it with the other eye, smaller, smaller, smaller. And she laughed. And I go, what's funny? And she goes, with your uh, right eye, you got all of them right, except for the second to last one. You miss one number. And then the last one, which is smaller, you got right. I go, what was the number? And she goes, it was an eight. You said three. And I was like, uh, oh, no. I wanted That's a perfect tricky. score. So then they just slapped me and said eagle. And no. Me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they said eagle. No, but the, uh, the doctor came in, and he did all his stuff, and he goes, listen, he goes, your eyes are great. You don't have to come in for another year. You'll be totally fine. Yeah, I've had glasses Lucky. since I was a kid, so I've Same. gone to an eye doctor at least once a year forever. Uh, yeah. 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 Sometimes twice a year. Yeah, I you know it's not a big deal. Like if I had to wear glasses and stuff, but I I don't want to. Yeah. Now, do you wear yeah. contacts, Gio? No, I just glasses. I, I have a tough time getting the contacts into my eyes. Oh, really? So we were talking about that because I was having a tough time having yeah. her touch my eye. My son, who wears glasses, he wanted to get contacts when he was about I don't know thirteen or fourteen. And I said, yeah, totally. So uh, I was unaware of this, but they say you have to put the contacts in yep. before you leave so that they know mm-hmm. that you can do it. He was struggling, struggling, struggling. Finally, I go, it's not that big of a deal. Can I try put these in? They're like, yeah. And I go, you just hold your eye open. There, I, I started. <laughs> yeah. Going, yeah. There was no way I was getting those in. I go, all right, you would just want to wear glasses. Yeah. In. See, I've had contacts since I was seven. Or See, me, in I seventh, was 13. In seventh grade. So, yeah, yeah like 12, yeah. 13. I could I had, never do it. I had oh. no problem. And Same. I like, I don't even wash my hands. Yeah. I, mean, oh. I was a gross little kid. When, now I do, but like. <laughs> when I did uh, Moe's movie, they had to put the zombie lenses in oh, my yeah. eyes. Oh. And like three people were holding my <laughs> eye open. And then like, it, it took a team of people to try and get the contacts in my eyes. For those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looked awesome, though. It did look like great. Uh, contacts and Moe's directing it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, this is interesting, kind of a weird turn of uh, events. You know how, obviously, everybody going back to work, there's a lot of people who realize they didn't have to be in the office uh, <laughs> in going other places. Well, even Zoom is now making its staff return to yep. the office. Yeah. Uh, they're enforcing a structured hybrid approach where employees need to be in the office at least two days a week because it's more effective than just working over Zoom at Zoom. I, I wonder what I the like real it. reason is. They say productivity, but they had all they have all this data from when COVID first happened, how productivity was up in yeah. all the companies when yeah, people I were working from home. I bet it's taxes for the buildings. That's what Be- I was gonna say, right? Because like rent. The, well, office buildings, yeah. So if you ha- if you get rid of those, then that's like a tax write off yeah. and stuff like that. And but that goes away. I also read an article that the productivity has gone down since because people are more comfortable. And they're kind of trying to look ways to get around the system. They're not putting as many hours in. Yeah, yeah but I, it's also, you know, that's on the managers to do this stuff. And I think a lot of times it's, uh, you know, managers has to justify their job by yeah. being able yeah. to oversee people. Yeah. But 
as long as you're getting your job done Dude. and doing it, you know, at the uh, rate that you would if you were there or whatever, you should be able to do it from wherever you want. Yeah. I think a lot of people realize they don't need to be in the office. Yeah. I, there's a lot of people. Yeah, I think I, it's it has become a very interesting uh, dynamic between workers and employers, especially with the come back to work mentality because people are starting to put up fights and it's getting interesting my buddy he's an accountant and during covid they got rid of their entire office yeah. and they're all virtual now the entire and they're they probably saving a ton of money yeah. Yeah. Rent yeah. and all that stuff and insurance and all kind of things they all work from home and they just literally got rid of the office it doesn't even exist anymore yeah yeah i have uh my sister-in-law she does uh sales and she was always uh, just on the road, like doing mm. however she wanted to do, and she was like, "This makes no difference to me at all." Yeah, because there's a lot of sales that you can do from anywhere. Yeah, you yeah. Know? why not home? I think it depends on the job. No. Uh, Carmen, yes, you're gonna be excited about this. Okay. Guess what today is? What? Happy National Pickleball Day! Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just haven't played in a while. It's too hot. Yeah, to nowhere that uh, they do indoor pickleball. They're building a couple places. I know they have one built that's like up north, yeah. like of Wesley Chapel, and they're building some in Tampa and St. Pete right now. They just haven't. They're just not done yet. I remember there was two things that they were talking about: uh, was pickleball and Amazon fulfillment centers was uh, the malls, malls that are shutting yeah. down. Yeah. They're like, hey, we'll make it into pickleball oh, yeah. courts, yeah, you know, smart. because it's growing so fast. Why do they call it pickleball? What's the pickle aspect? Or it's just what they named it. Carmen, do you know? I do not know the history of like, the naming there, of the game. There's no, yeah. Is there any reason why it's pickle ball? There's no. Uh, it's not like you uh, win and yeah. that's a pickle. No. Are pickles involved at all? No. Color of the ball? There's no pickle. Maybe the balls are like greenish. Mm-hmm. So are mine. You should hit the ball with a pickle. I nothing. think that'd be more. I think fun. maybe because so, you're in a pickle. Nothing for me having green balls. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this says Gio, uh, according to USAPickleball.org. How Pickleball got its name. In the summer of 1965, Pickleball was founded by Joel Pritchard, Bill Bell, and Barney McCallum on Bainbridge Island, Washington. Within days, Pritchard had come up with the name Pickleball, a reference to the thrown-together leftover non-starters in the pickle boat of crew races. I'm more confused. I wish we would have just left it with green balls. Now? Green now ball. you know where the green balls came from. No, I feel like you ruined it. Yeah. So they had leftovers in a boat? They had leftovers in a boat, <laughs> boat. of pickles. They, and then they put their... Were they playing on a boat? They were, in mm. fact, playing on a boat. No. Yeah, no. Uh, let's just talk about pickles instead okay. of pickles. Oh, deal. So Have you ever had those uh, pickles? So, you know, obviously, Clawson and this, and the bread and butter. Classic. And yeah, but they, like, uh, some of the ones that are lesser-known brands, and they, I got some... Just look good. I was like, you know what? Those look like good pickles. And they were in like a plastic container and they had like uh, little branches and stuff in there with the pickles. And it was like an Italian, spicy Italian pickle. It was really good. Oh, it was spicy. Uh-huh. It was spicy. Oh, I like it was hot good. Well, that place, uh, the Chill Dill online, they used to have the pickles really, really? good. Yeah. yeah. I used to, they used to come by here every once in a while. You know what I notice is they don't have, at least I don't find them in Publix, is they don't have the Clawson mini dills. So they had the mini dills that were full dill. They didn't. Uh, they weren't spears. The sweet ones? No, no. Dill, regular dill pickles. Oh. But uh, they cut them into spears, and then they're too soggy for me. Yeah. I like the crunch of yeah. the full dill pickle, yeah. but these were smaller ones, so they were good and they were crunchy, but I don't find them anymore. I didn't even know they made a small, oh. crunchy one. That sounds they were, like they're top notch. They were fantastic.
They're fantastic. And, oh. you know, Publix is so great. They'll, like, we'll order some. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they used to have them there all the time. God, I would I like pickles. to have some more of those. Yeah. yeah. I would like some right now, please, <laughs> if anybody wants to go get me some. Uh, I'm going to play some music for you, and oh. you guys tell me as soon as you know where this music is from. The new music? It is not new oh. music. It's old music, and it's scary music. Oh, oh no. Oh. <gasps> Michael. No. That's not Michael? No. This is the Exorcist. Oh. Exorcist. This freaks people out too. Oh yeah. The uh, director of the Exorcist, William Friedkin, who also directed the French Connection, he uh, died. He was 87 years old. Oh. Passed away due to uh, heart failure, pneumonia, and his head turning around. Ooh, no. <laughs> he puked up peas. <laughs> he said, "Your mother sews socks in hell." That's my line. By the way, that is the uh, edited version when you watch it on TV. Your mother sews socks in hell. Nope, that's not what she's saying. She is saying something that's much worse and a lot dirtier. Uh, It rhymes with that, but it's not that. Uh, Even the uh, theme song, they say, still has an effect on people. The Exorcist. Exorcist was a scary movie, man. Super scary. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you've never been introduced to, like, Demon possession before, right. and it's your first time seeing it. That's terrifying. They re- didn't they remake it a couple years oh, ago? Like, I think they've remade it like ninety yeah. times. Yeah, right? or right. different versions of The Exorcist. It yeah. reminds me of uh, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal because they always have The Exorcist house. Yeah, That's and always- they always have the one girl that walks upside down. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> crazy, terrifying. Uh, speaking of people dying, Sandra Bullock's longtime boyfriend Brian Randall has died after oh. a, a three-year battle with ALS. Uh, they met in 2015 when she hired him to take pictures of her son for, I don't know what. Three-year oh. battle? That's it. Uh, uh, three years. Uh, battle with uh, ALS. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. Uh, how about this news? Did you guys hear about Wayne Brady? I Wayne did. Brady is pansexual. What? Yeah, yeah he mean? came out as pansexual. He says, quote, able to be attracted to anyone who identifies as gay, straight, bi, transsexual, or non-binary. So I think pansexual is you're just uh, attracted to the person. Yes. It doesn't matter what their sexuality is. You're just attracted to them. That makes sense for Wayne Brady. All yeah? Right. Yeah, I feel like that fits Wayne Brady the best. All right. Well. So, bye. Bye what? So he's bisexual? No, yeah. he's pansexual. Pansexual well, and bisexual are, like, on the same plane, right? Like, like well, you go both ways. Mm. No, because, well, yeah, right. I understand what you're saying, Carmen. Right. But uh, I think it's they anything. just want to make it more complicated. Yeah. I don't know the right. rules anymore. <laughs> pansexual, pansexual is anything where I think bisexual is just gay and other bi people. Because yeah. I guess a straight person isn't doing something with someone the same sex, whatever, that would make them either gay or bi. But, uh, yeah, so he's just attracted to whoever. Don't put your labels on my love. (laughs) Uh, Beyonce's show at FedEx Field in D.C. on Sunday night was delayed due to massive lightning storms, which, of course, all the electronics and everything, that's very scary. You can't have that out there. Uh, Because it ran late, she wound up uh, paying $100,000 to keep the metro trains running an hour past their normal closing time. Just so her uh, fans could get home. That was nice. That was, that nice. was nice of her, yeah. 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 yeah, it was probably only about uh, 0.05% of what she made that night. If that, you know? uh, yeah. yeah. They were, they're making so much oh, cash. Unbelievable. Uh, of course, we talked about uh, Taylor Swift, who uh, gave her people $55 million in bonuses. Unreal. Caterers, truck drivers, uh, uh, dancers, all the different stuff, which is great, though. You got that yeah. kind of wealth. Share it. 
You know, yeah. people are making the stuff happen. That's a good thing to do. And so much it makes sure that the people that work for you do a good job. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Last time we were out with Taylor Swift, she gave me, you know, $55 million. Yeah, I thought uh, you were talking about you being out with Taylor Swift just now. And I was like, <laughs> when did you hang yeah. out with Taylor Swift? I got to tell you, uh, I think Taylor Swift's very talented. And from what I've seen her, I like her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't any of the music, whatever, like uh, Shake It Off, whatever. Yeah. If I hear, I'm like, okay, that's a catchy song, but I like that she writes her own stuff. Yeah, I, always so like I. That. I always like that. And there's people here that have met her, you know, at, at meet and greet and stuff, said she's great. She's yeah. super nice, yeah. yeah. She's not a robot? No. All right. Uh, I think uh, I think Pat Pap's going to be the only one out of us that's excited. Maybe Tony Burton, if he's listening. Uh, Morrissey is coming uh, to Tampa Bay this fall. Uh, if you... Uh, they say if you have uh, mixed feelings about him, like the people are trying to cancel him. Do we know what he did? Did I he do, do something not, wrong? I don't even really know Morrissey. Uh, Morrissey is going to play the uh, Duke Energy Center of Arts at uh, Mahaffey Theater in St. Petersburg on Tuesday, October 10th. Uh, tickets on sale now. Start at how much for Morrissey? Start. The tickets start at? 75 $75. Bucks. 75 What'd you say, Carmen? 25 $25? $105. $105. $105. $108. Starting at $108. With cheap seats. Yeah. Just to get what's you in the song? door. Or what's his thing? <laughs> he is a singer. He uh, was a singer for the Smiths, right? And then Morrissey, and he did his own stuff. I'm not, a, I'm not uh, very familiar with it because it's kind of, uh, what would you say, Joe? New Wave or what is he? Indie rock. Indie rock. Indie rock. Indie rock. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear Morrissey's big yeah, song? Sure. Let's uh, see what Morrissey has. Uh, this song has 107,798,931. This is called Suede Head. Okay. Okay. Let's listen and see whether we like this at all. The old fade in. Mm. Not a fan. He just yells the F word. (laughs) I'm going to assume, listen, I've probably heard Morrissey before, but I'm going to assume he sings like this. (laughs) Right? Listen. Why do you come here? (laughs) Close. Hey, Pap Pap, come in here. I got questions. So, (laughs) (laughs) they they say that Morrissey is racist. Oh. Is the thing. Yeah, I guess uh, according to this article, he labeled Chinese people a subspecies because of their animal rights policies. Uh, I do not like their animal rights policies. I can tell you that. He also uh, said that the accuser of Kevin Spacey um, should have known better. He should have known what was going to happen to him if he went into Kevin Spacey's bedroom. Kevin Spacey not guilty? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So so are we mad at well, I don't, Listen, I, I don't think you can say all the uh, Chinese people are bad, you know, yeah. but I, they do have some terrible animal rights stuff. Uh, uh, question, Joe. Are you a fan of Morrissey? Uh, no, not really. No? No. Do you uh, know now? He was in the Smiths. Yes, he was the lead uh, lead of uh, lead singer of the Smiths. And does Robert Smith have anything to do with the Smiths? No, no, no. That's because uh, that, that has a little bit of a cure sound to me, which I would imagine Morrissey was around before them, or um, yeah, Smith was a, be- around the same time. I mean, they kind of has up that feel. Up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, but uh, I used to get in a big argument with my uh, with my my uh, guitar ex girlfriend. No oh, guitar sorry. player. 
because uh, he's, uh, there's a uh, song by the Jam that they redid. Uh-huh. And it was, um, that's entertainment. And he's like, oh, this is a Smith song. I'm like, no, it's not. That's a Jam song, which was, it actually was a cover. So I always hated him. Oh. For that reason. Well, All right. Well, but, then you are not going to spend $108 USC more. No, I will not. But, uh, but, I mean, you know, I think he's probably a very talented man. Yeah. Was I think uh, he was very androgynous. On, I think he was on the death bowl a few times. I think Tony Burton had him. I think he had an illness for a while, right? Yeah, and now he's right. now he's back and being more racist than ever. <laughs> yep. Well, there you go. There's uh, Morrissey. What we know about Morrissey, there's probably a million people out there going that none of that is true. Uh, yeah, Maybe. I am not familiar. I know like Morrissey. The name has been around for a long time. Yeah. I know who he is. Like if I saw him, I'd go, yeah, that's Morrissey. But as far as his music, I'm not a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, big connoisseur or anything. Nobody yeah. has Morrissey on the death pool this year. No? no Tony has, Burton did have him. At Tony, one. I yeah, I believe so, yeah. had him before. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Pat. Pat. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, we call you in for your knowledge. I appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, in news, movieweb.com put together a list, and I know how you guys love these lists because we always argue with them. Uh, this one's a little bit weird. They put together a list of the 20 best kids' movies of the 1980s. Okay. 80s? So kids' okay. movies. So uh, uh, the way I'm 80s. looking at this is that they had kids in the movie like not movies made specifically for kids okay. but there was actually kids in the movie no this one doesn't make sense though because i was looking at uh some of the different ones most of these do have kids in the movie uh but i don't know whether it's necessarily made for kids or just had kids in the movie but uh from the 80s uh i have them they're in no particular order so it's not like number 20 and then number one whatever but i have 20 of them Best kids' movies from the 80s. What would you say? The Goonies. Uh, The Goonies is in there. Let's see. uh, Oh, you know. Yep. Goonies is in there. 1985. Yes. Uh, E.T. Extraterrestrial. E.T. is in there. Yes. From 1982. Yeah. It's funny because those both have kids in the movie. Ghostbusters did not did not have kids. Right? I wouldn't say that's a kids movie either. No. They got some yeah. heavy adult themes. Yeah, but a lot. If you go back and watch movies from our childhood, there are a lot of adult jokes in there that you don't realize All as right. a kid. I could see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dan Aykroyd bangs the ghost. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, he yeah. literally. Get, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think they but consider it know? a kids movie because it has the Stay Puff guy in there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's probably, probably the only. I mean, yeah. I watched Ghostbusters when I was a kid. Me all too. The time. Right. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. We're not necessarily saying you know four year old kid. Yeah. You yeah. could be you know thirteen, twelve year old kid, whatever. It's a great movie. Uh, Back to the Future. Oh, oh yeah. Great eighties. Yeah. Great movie. Teen uh, Wolf. Uh, Teen Wolf. Not oh. in this list. Uh, let's see. Some of the other ones that they have is uh, The NeverEnding Story. Had kids in it. The Karate Kid literally has kid in the title. <laughs> yeah. uh, Stand By Me. Great movie. Yeah, not such a kid's a, movie, though. Such no. a good movie. But I saw it when I, I, saw I, was, a it when I was a kid. Yeah, so yeah. did I. 1986. Probably shouldn't have. <laughs> it's a little intense. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, the Princess Bride, which is a story told to a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gremlins, uh, we said E.T., uh, The Empire Strikes Back, yeah, oh, uh, which we all saw as kids. Yeah. I saw as a kid, for sure. Uncle Buck, one of the greatest. <laughs> John Candy is one of my favorite actors of all yeah. time. Yeah. Like, Same for me. He's so funny, but he is such a great actor, too. And when he, yeah. in Trains, Planes, and Automobiles, we've said this a million times, when he says, 
You want to make fun of me? Fine. I'm an easy target. Oh, I, I cry every time. Yeah. I'm, like, oh, my, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for this guy. What's the movie, the family movie, where they rent the beach house? Oh, Summer, or no. Uh, summer Rental. Not, not Summer Rental, The Great Outdoors. Dude. No, no, no. Summer Rental. Summer Rental is, is where beach they house? Beach, beach house. Great Outdoors is the cabin. The lake house, yeah. Oh, dude. The, the one where he's getting the lobsters. At the restaurant? Oh, yeah, that's Summer, that's summer Rental, which He's, was filmed here yes. in St. Pete and uh, John's Pass. Yeah. So goddamn funny. <laughs> so in that. Good, yeah. <laughs> Dude, these are my so, lobsters. <laughs> Dude, these are my lobsters. <laughs> the neighbor comes over and shows the yeah. shows her boobs. I'll, I'll take a look at them. Uh, they have uh, Beetlejuice in there, which uh, Beetlejuice coming back, right? They're making a uh, yeah. Beetlejuice 2 is yeah. filming right now. Yeah, we'll That see. movie scared me when I was a kid. Beetlejuice? Really? Yeah. I remember the worm, like yeah. the scene where they are dead and they had, there's a giant worms. Remember that freaking me out when I was a kid. Huh. Sleep in bed, yeah. Uh, Short Circuit. Great movie. Oh, man, uh, big, that. where it's a kid and he becomes yeah. an adult. That was great. You're like, oh, I want to do that. That'd be so cool. I think Joe told me he was in Summer Rental in the beach scene oh, as an yeah. extra. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can see that. Uh, the Little Mermaid. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? I was never Whoa. a fan of that. I love that movie. Yeah, really? it was good. Yeah. I was never a fan. Bob Hoskins? Uh, the Land Before Time. Oh, fantastic movie. Yes. And uh, The Fox and the Hound. Oh, I think. Yeah. Didn't they? The, is that the cartoon? Yeah. Didn't yeah. they cancel for being racist? Oh, really? Mm, they it might have. Uh, yeah. What was the uh, land before time? Did I see? That's that the one? Dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah, little cartoon. foot. Yeah, the parents die at the very beginning, and they oh, gotta find spoiler. the promised neck. land. <laughs> yeah, long necks. Yeah, it is. I should have said spoiler alert yeah. before. Yeah, you're oh, right. Oh, it's uh, animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, an American Tale that didn't make the list. Uh, no, is that a mouse? Little yeah. mouse? Yeah. 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 I I can't believe I haven't talked about that movie in years. That was huge. Uh, Homeward Bound? There used to be a lady that worked here that wore like a, a one of those hats that was kind of puffy yeah. with the bill and stuff, and she'd tuck in the head of her ears, and I used to call her Fifle. <laughs> <laughs> Behind her back. Yeah. Sorry. That's Ann a good look. Sorry, Ann Kelly. That's a good look. Uh, <laughs> the Land Before Time made me think of the Land of the Lost. Oh, Do you remember yeah. that show? Oh, yeah. my God. The Stacks? Yeah. That is one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies. They did the movie, yeah. Uh, him, uh, him and him and Danny McBride, yeah. So funny, man. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. There is, uh, according to MovieWeb.com, the uh, twenty best movies for uh, kids movies. I agree with that list. Yeah, it's a pretty good list. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I don't okay. know many of them. I was born in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, oh, I yeah. miss those. Mm. <laughs> Hey, you could could have gone and back uh, to watch them, but now you know. Not I was gonna say late before time. I saw a few of them. You know what I mean? But right, Back to the Future. Nope. <gasps> You've never seen Back to the Future? That's crazy. Or Teen Wolf? No. Oh, you're not oh, a man. real human being. <laughs> That's not true. I'm back to not, the Future? I'm not old. I feel like Carmen <laughs> knows enough about Back to the Future where she could get away. Oh, with that. It, it is timeless. Yeah. I, Are you a robot? Like I know he tries to bang his mom. <laughs> Like, I know that. Yeah. Actually, his mom tries to bang him. Yeah, yeah, there's incest going on. There's a lot of rape in that movie as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah, Biff tries to rape uh, Lorraine. Did we see the same movie? uh, So does uh, Malachi at the end of the sea dance. Oh, Malachi yeah. from Children of the Corn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I did a uh, I did an open letter to movies from the eighties. There was uh, a lot of weird stuff yeah. happening. Yeah. I do not yeah. condone that stuff, so I will not watch that movie. Remember, so it might not be part uh, of the problem. Revenge of the Nerds. Put a mask oh. on. Rape the girl. Yeah, and then she likes it. Yeah, she takes the mask off, and she was like, "Oh, I liked it. It was that's, great." That's my pie. That is wild. <laughs> Such a good movie. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and take a break. We got uh, Ask the Dom is coming up next. Right, he yeah, is eight thirty. Uh, 
going to be here in studio here in a minute. Is he coming in? He is coming in. Oh. All right. So if you have some legal questions and you need some answers, well, guess what? You get some for free from Ask the Dom. So you can uh, start lighting up the phone lines now. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Ask the Dom. Up next, this is the Mike Kelta Show on 1025 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Kelta Show on 102.5 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. 